You hit the button. I hit the button. We hit the button. Well, no, more it was me. Yeah, no, it was you. Sorry, I used to hit the button. But <laughs> yes, but that's been taken away from you. Thank God. The responsibility is far too great. We can't that, trust you with a button. Nothing good happens with that button. Everything good happens with that button. Yeah, you're, no, because now these poor people are listening to us talk. It's not their fault. <laughs> they're here by choice. No. No, they're not. They're not. We, we keep them <laughs> locked up in the closet. <laughs> We hey, we don't even know their names. We just call them Gimp One, Gimp Two, yeah. Gimp Three. I like to call them by the by the amount of trembling they do. <laughs> so he's just, the oh. shaky one. He pees yeah. a little. <laughs> we call Aww. him Chihuahua. We call him Weepy. <laughs> Speaking of Chihuahua, hey Julian, oh. how are we doing? Oh wow, that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Julian wants to be taller. Okay, it's not that he's okay being short. He just doesn't have a solution to that problem. He's he's an impressive uh, individual. His stature may not be broad, but his mind is. Hmm. I don't know what that means. It's weird. So, <laughs> hey, look who hey. we have with us again. I should probably do that thing though. She got like this microphone and everything. Like she's yeah. like she's like one professional. Of, one of the girls. Somehow she she managed to uh, to get the lighting in that room the, almost the same color as her hair. You know, I tried. <laughs> it it is impressive. That's like okay. I think do you do you know what gels are? Do you know do you know in lighting what gels are? Yeah, oh, like the color things you put yeah, over the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like you have this whole like studio thing going on. Oh. It's a studio quality Ryobi shop light. Excellent, excellent. I'm also <laughs> seeing that you have the uh the mike laffey school of uh shiplap i see that you've only had one of them put up though we're waiting for the additional yeah, i was i was waiting for that tutorial to come out that uh <laughs> I, you know, how to, how to shiplap i would but i've been working on the trays so and that Priority let's be honest more. is going to take all of my time because well, i'm it. actually in the closet um physically not metaphorically oh. so you know i've been told i have been for a while so, and I'm okay with that. All Izzy right. says hello. Hello, Izzy. He is in the uh, comment section. Yes. Uh-oh, Joe's figured out how to put the comments up <laughs> on the screen. That's right. Yeah. Gonna go did. crazy. So, uh, we're, I think we're four minutes in. I'm going to do the, the whole. Yeah, yeah. Do the, the do the thing, thing yeah. that you do. That's, um, well, I just need to know where to start the music. That's basically all it is. Actually, you guys are probably listening to it right now because I. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the Purple Gel of Internet Podcasting. My name is Mike. I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop and our newest victim, Stephanie of the Uncommon Outpost. Uh, Boys and girls, how are we today? Swell. So good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, so, uh, hello, welcome back. Uh, thank you for having me back. No, no, this, uh, you'll, you're going to stay locked in there until we finish four or five more episodes. That's right. That seems fair. She's not even allowed in her new place yet. We're going to, we'll just keep sliding the food under the door. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you, hope you like prime rib smoothies. They are delicious. Yeah, right. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Sorry. I was excited at first and then not. No, no, it's not great. 
So <laughs> how's everybody been since the last time we spoke about a week ago or so? Um, good. Yeah. Uh, tornadoes chased me back up to North Carolina the other day. So that You're was welcome. fun. So, yeah. Could be worse. Well, Could I know be... that, I know that Steph has a full week to, uh, describe. So, um, I'm going to ask Joel what he's been up to because it probably will take less time. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm still recovering from what can only be described as uh, the Dosecki's virus. Uh, and I still uh, like to call it the poo bug. Whatever you want to call it. It, it has very little to do with the, uh, the backside as much as it has to do with feeling run down. So uh, I haven't done much this week. We finally got out the damn maker shirts, which is great. Uh, so those should be showing up in everybody's mailbox uh tomorrow for the most part i think for making me wait i told her not to send you one not a single damn one you're only four hours away yeah i know that's all right you still wouldn't visit so how dare you when was the last time you've been down here been over a year five hours to get that's that's mainly because of charlotte that's, That's the true. biggest issue. It's only four hours away and it takes five hours to get there because you know, we live, Atlanta. we live in the two work. No, stop it. Atlanta. You can coast through Charlotte. Just randomly. No. Okay. So Atlanta, you can't really coast through you play bumper cars to get through it. But it's only like 30 so. minutes to go a mile and a half. That's because you chose poorly. You, there are certain times of the day that you just give up. Like, daylight hours daylight, that's right i'll tell you what though atlanta is amazing at two o'clock in the morning you can get anywhere like fast so can the cops though just be aware that's fair so and don't have weed we talked about this last week yes we did yeah, yeah. no so no on the weed no i was trying I, to get to joel's and i thought i was gonna cry on the highway yeah she 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 came over to the to the dungeon and uh to the weird shed in the middle of west georgia and uh but but i will tell you that uh it was it was very nice having you here and i am glad you came out and uh she brought booze uh this this booze this wait where are we whoa you're right, no one you're, somebody, you're somebody. really bad at this yeah <laughs> I, there's a glare right on okay. the never mind it's terrible I mean, not the thing, but the lighting. You're showing people things on a on an audio podcast. Well, we have other people that are actually watching this. I don't I get it. it. It's weird that they'd want to also include other senses in this, but <laughs> but whatever. Masochists have their thing. I uh, I I'm I'm trying to see if there's a way. I just want to apologize to anybody watching this on Facebook. Um, there is almost no way to respond to the comments there, so. If you'd like to chat with us while we're live, you probably want to go to the YouTube channel. I apologize for that, but it's ad maybe podcast. So I was just uh, checking on a thing while Joel was promoting some weird unseeable. <laughs> it's not weird. Alcoholic beverage. No, it's a, it's a new thing. It's based out of Atlanta, right? Uh, no, uh, no, California, no. California, old Grove. Well, we don't like it now. Can't have California stuff in here. They don't even allow straws. How the hell am I supposed well, to drink? I can. You don't need a straw. <laughs> okay. Oh wow, that's that's true. See, she's not wrong. So, uh, Steph, you've had a uh, bit of a shit show of a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Moved into my move. My stuff moved to my new place, and um, only some of it was broken. Most of it's intact. And then I got lost on the highway, getting trapped in Joel's dungeon. 
And then I got chased by hurricane, I mean, uh, tornadoes all the way up 85 back to North Carolina. So it's a pretty solid week. That happened. Yeah. I was driving down 85 and uh, there's no cars coming the other way. And my uh, my phone is just going off like, take cover, tornado spotted, take cover. And the other half of 85 is completely blocked off. They have the tornado balloon things, the big white, like from Twister on the highway. And they're rooting everybody off the highway so that they can, you know, shoot a Twister movie or something. I don't know. But uh, it was a little terrifying. I'm not going to lie. And the whole time you're sitting there going, stupid friggin' podcast. <laughs> the whole time I'm listening to this podcast and I'm like, I don't know which part is scarier. The, I, I know. I, I'm, yeah. We told I, I, you, don't listen to this. Here's the thing. I'd apologize, but I made sure before you came on that you said you'd listen to the show before. So I had, I had. Okay. Just saying. This and I continue not, to. <laughs> this is not new. Oh. I mean, it's not better, but I mean, it's not. <laughs> we, we, we like to take the world, twist it to our own, uh, little viewpoints and then spew it out on the internet and see yeah. who else likes it. Well, and, I mean, we could do, I mean, I did have a thought for tonight. We could go, I was going to, I was going to get some old Testament stuff, maybe get into some Deuteronomy and some Leviticus and we could just, you know, Leviticus is nice. Although I, I really do like the shellfish. Yeah, so we could just... uh, the book of Habakkuk is one of my favorite. No one knows that one. Like people just don't they don't spend that much time in the Old Testament. There's not there's a lot of anger in there. So they, my, they my name them. actually came from the Old Testament. I, I is feel that right? It's very true. The book of Joel. Absolutely. Huh? Really? Yeah. yeah. I think that's Job. And that would this no, is, no, no, Job. Different. different thing. That's New Testament, first off, I think. God, I'm gonna get reamed now. Pretty sure that's New Testament. I know, and I'm, I'm not going to say. It in my head. God, <laughs> I feel bad. I, I even went to confirmation. You know, it's funny. They always say, "Don't ever talk about you know politics and religion." And now we have an entire generation of people that all they do is bitch at each other about politics and religion. <laughs> it's because we're not allowed to talk about it. I know. Shouldn't we have spent more time learning how to talk about it instead of not talking about it? Maybe we'd be able to have conversations. I don't just, probably. You know, I don't know. Just shut up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to use words again on the internet. Yeah, so, you can yeah. use words, just not words that will offend anybody. You know. By so, the way, so the and is there? Yeah, because, because everything else, I think, uh, I think generally affects people. I don't care if people are offended, because uh, people that want to be offended find a way. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like there oh, is, yeah. there is no shortage of people that will, I mean, they, they step into that oncoming traffic. Like <laughs> they can't wait to be a part of whatever anger is going on. So they're just, uh, they're, they're, they're dying to be a martyr for whatever cause. So people that tell me they're offended, I go, eh, okay. That's, that's a perfectly uh, I mean, acceptable I don't know place to you. be at. That's, yeah, <laughs> right. That sounds like a, your problem and uh, not a, my problem. So Did I, I ever the best tell victim. you I got unfriended by somebody that I actually know for for doing a joke i mean it was a it was a very benign just a comment uh but it had to do with cancer and it was and it it was but it was a it was like uh it was something like we talked about that on the podcast did we yeah Yeah, because because i it was it just it's a memorable thing because it was it was like uh 
so, so I don't I was comparing something to the, the tragedy of cancer and it was in a typical Joel snarky witty way. And, uh, apparently you cannot use cancer as any form of, uh, nothing is as bad as cancer. So it doesn't matter what you say. Uh, so I don't joke about cancer anymore because (laughs) that's, that's now a thing. So I've picked up other diseases if you're interested. Steph, when you were away? over there, did did you happen to see a post-it note on his computer that said no cancer? <laughs> like was it just I sitting there? Not. Why are you in here twice? I don't know. I don't want to. Joel, what are you twice. doing? I, I haven't done any of these things. She keeps hitting buttons. You guys went away. Okay. And I, now I'm here twice. <laughs> no, you're gone. It's fine. We fixed Is it, it. is it better now? It's better for me. And I mean, I know you guys wanted me here, but I didn't think you wanted me yeah. here twice. I, no. I don't know. You, you have to stop. You have to stop clicking buttons, though. I uh, my screen went away. Oh, you mean your actual like your screensaver kicked on? You're, no, because... like the whole my window closed. It's okay. Don't worry I, about without it. me touching it. So we that's can fun. we can still hear you. Yeah, okay. we can hear you. Yeah, yeah your hearing here. works. Still if you show up in, in the closet. If you show up on YouTube like six or seven times, that's fine. Like no one. Yeah, sweet. I mean, <laughs> if I, I show been... up six or seven times, everybody's gonna be like, "No, this is what are we doing here?" Oh my too god! Much, too much, Mike. How many shirts can he take off? <laughs> I can. <laughs> Trick question. It's all of them. It's oh, all yes. of us. Oh wait, do we are, was that now? I thought we were doing that in the third act. Don't we have a topic? We do. What's our topic tonight? <laughs> well, here's the funny part. I sent a message to the group and I go, "Hey." Um, do you guys have any topic ideas? And Steph goes, no. And then she itemizes like 15 different things that she might want to talk about. And it was like, I was like, you have just, uh, you have just talked about more than Joel and Izzy did in two years. Cause I was just you know, giving you like a quick, quick recap of my week, you know? Yeah. And they're all wonderful topic conversations. I don't so. remember any of them. I don't either. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> so let's, I, uh... well, let me tell you what I did this week. Okay. I, we would like to hear that. I worked a lot and I ran a lot and I worked out a lot and I ate a lot of protein. And basically that's been the story of my life for like four months now. So I have a question for you though. I actually asked somebody this online. Um, I find that I make more things when I have like head trash to work through. Am I alone in that? Because I find myself, I, I, I often, I call my, my shop, my church. Um, mm. And if I'm just kind of working through some shit in my head, I'm in there all the time. And then like, I'll go a couple of, you know, like a few weeks, maybe a month or two without doing any work whatsoever. And then I, I, I'm like, I find myself more in a like healthy mindset. So it's almost like a, I'm, I'm wondering if my woodworking is a, either an Coping escape mechanism? or a therapy session or something like that, because I, some reason can't find a way to do stuff. Um, you know, to just kind of like work on things. If I'm not just, I don't know, grumpy. What, what did I tell you? <laughs> don't operate the table saw Matt. naked or drunk. One of the only two things you said. Okay. Let's add mad to that as well. well then when it. are you going to do it? Yeah. I mean, I might <laughs> as well sell it drunk, mad. All right. Because if I'm naked and drunk, I'm pretty mad. So most of the time. That's just well, uh, so I'm Irish. It can't be helped. Sorry. To answer your question, uh 
I mine is more timing than anything. I'm the most creative in the mornings and I generally slope off pretty hard by two, three o'clock in the afternoon. My, but not so much the creative part, the effort to be creative, uh, slopes off pretty, pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not so much the mindset, although I will, I will, I like to hibernate. So when I get irritated or depressed or things like that, I just want the world to go away and I, I tend not to interact. So that's, that's typically what ends up happening. Uh, those things that are, are kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I don't get, I don't get mad often. Like that's not a part of my personality. Like I don't, I don't, it's not that I can't get mad and I have gotten mad and I certainly would get mad, but if given the choice between the two of caring about getting mad or specifically people, uh, or not caring about you at all, it is most often the second one. Like the minute that I think, oh, I should be really mad at them. You disappear. You are non issue to me anymore. So it's, I don't really get mad at people. It's just like, it's more that, uh, there's just, you know, like there's just some bullshit you just got to kind of work through. It's not necessarily that you're pissed off at any one thing. There may just be situations or frustrations. You just don't have a way of taking out otherwise. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, I've laced up sneakers and gone for six mile runs over that. Like that's, and that is not healthy because that sucks. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I find myself like if I am in a situation where I'm just grumpy and, you know, you get that thing that's bothering you, you don't really know what it is. It, you just, you know, and all of a sudden I find myself standing in front of sawdust, you know, it's like, but it, I, it's not necessarily that Are I you eat eating that. the wood. What's yeah. You don't, yeah. what do you, I don't judge you. Beaver. Just, you use a CNC machine. I like to do things old school. <laughs> I think problem solving, like. <clears throat> I know myself, especially when I have a lot of stuff going on and none of them are, you know, maker related and there's a million problems I can't solve. I feel like with when it comes to making things and woodworking, that is a problem I actually can solve. So I would rather kind of ignore my real problems and figure out, you know, what angled joints go best together, because I know that's something that eventually I can figure out or I'll just build something that sucks and throw it away and start over. But you know, if you're immersing your brain in, in doing something else that takes your full attention, you can kind of, you know, ignore the other stuff. You kind of so like momentum is more, is it, is it distraction or momentum? Or do you think that you're just sort of subconsciously trying to find something you're, you're good at so you can get like a win under your belt or. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is that. Maybe. Or... Made a whole... Just threw literally right in the fire. Like I've actually, we, we talked about that on the show. Like I made three projects one weekend and I burned two of them and they took all weekend. Like I just, I made them with the intention of these are never going to be anything. I'm probably going to throw them away. Yeah. But sometimes you just need to do something that, you know, for no reason because like there's so much stuff going on that is supposed to be important that you don't care about, you know? Oh yeah. I, I do the same thing. I, not so much in the shop, but I do things, uh, I cook actually is an easy one for me. Mm. Like if you see like a five course meal coming out, 
probably I'm just trying to, because it takes for that period of time, it takes all my mental faculties to make sure everything's timing right and doing the right thing. And so it's, a uh, I, I have that amazing ADD brain where sometimes it's squirrel, but also sometimes it's, you know, researching things to death where I now know everything I should know about something I shouldn't know anything about. Uh, or it's when I dive into 15 different things at the same time and, and working in commercial kitchens, you are saturated in about six different sections of your brain. If you're doing line cooking or things like that, because everything has to happen at, at very specific moments and all those things, I, Margo knows not mess with me while I'm in the kitchen. Like there are things that have to happen. I've only been to your house a couple of times when you're cooking and I know that. Right. Okay. It's well, Joel, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Right. Right. Come back to me in half an hour when everything's plated up. Nope. Not going to even do that. Yeah. (laughs) You bring me. Don't go on the line. (laughs) Don't go on the line. Yeah. No, it's just, it's one of those things where, because it's all encompassing, there's very few things that are, um, both mind and physically encompassing for me for like cooking is, uh, when I'm doing woodworking or things like that, that's all in my mind. And oftentimes it's a lot of thinking and very little action until I get to the point I've made a decision on what I'm going to do. And then, um, probably Izzy was better at that than, than any of us were, uh, or are because he would go from a thought. And he may have had that thought that moment, or maybe he was stewing over for the last week. And then biggity bam, there's 17 different cuts that are done where I'm like, okay, I need to visualize how this works and I need to figure out these angles. And this needs to be, what is the mechanics behind this joint or something like that? Um, how am I going to put everything together? And then slowly a creation comes to be typically in prototypes are like that. No, you're not um, slowly with Izzy. Izzy sent me a message once going, hey, um, blah, blah, blah. He asked me for a thing, and I gave him an idea. And he had a YouTube video the next day on a thing that he built based on my idea. Like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah it's slow is not a thing he does. Like, he's looking for right now. <laughs> like, that's right. not a, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't do slow. He's like, hey, what about a thing? Like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I was thinking that. And then next thing I know, he's like, hey, I just uploaded the YouTube video. I'm like, holy shit, are you serious? <laughs> Like, do you guys always prototype stuff or do you ever just wing it? Well, Joel and I have to answer that differently because yeah. what he does for a living and you know, his screw ups can't just go in the fire. They cost money. Like my, well, screw they, do ups, in the, they do go in the fire though. I mean, they do. Well, I've, I've burned a lot of your stuff at the maker meetups, but it's not, <laughs> That's um, true. yeah, I've seen a lot of, a lot of uh, stuff get thrown out, but you have, I mean, you can't just, I mean, I can just go in my shop and grab a bunch of pallets, take the wood and screw around and make something that might turn into something. Like for me, a lot of things that I do are just like, I want to try this. You know, yeah, like, I haven't I'm, done this before. Let me see if it works. I'm I'm nearly the opposite side of it, mm-hmm. which is I have an idea in my head. The next step I do is to make sure that I can get the materials at a reasonable price and the things mm-hmm. I need, like the hardware and the various things. Once I know those are things in line, then I'll start making prototypes and oftentimes, and I'm terrible at this because I don't do 3d modeling. Like that's not a, Mm-mm. it's not part of my, my, I'm, I, I grew up drafting with pencils and triangles and rules. 
Um, mm-hmm. God, God forbid anybody call the ruler. Uh, and, and that's how I would learn how to draft and do, do basically CAD work and still is today. So I would make those things and then I would make it over and over and over and over again until I got the thing I wanted with taking real life into account because sometimes things that are occurring in the shop, like bits and where things are and what type of wood you have and how things move or what things what tolerances we need or, or how it even gets finished are a major part of how I build a prototype. So I might in a run, I might spend, I don't know, 500, $800 on, on the thing I need before I even make the first one. Uh, because I've gone through the iterations of these things because I'll pass them off to my guys and say, Hey, I need you to finish it this way, this way, this way, this way. And they say, you know, it'd be nice you know, those shitty little tabs you have on the corners, what can we do about those? Or, you know, this piece isn't fitting the way it's supposed to fit. Uh, we need to do something like that. And then I'll do it again and again until we get something that we know has a process behind it. Because my work, unlike Mike's is all about the process. Once it's down, it's down. I can, I can almost walk away from it and it's, it's handled. So well, yeah. you basically have to finish something that you can hand off to a team of people that can then do it. Like, yes. I don't have a, there is no handoff here, you know, and you're more Everything. that way, right? Stuff. You don't have a, I mean, there's, you don't have an army of builders waiting behind you to take over. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, project. I, I'm pretty much only build things one time. So, um, very rarely do I make more than one of the same thing, which is the complete opposite of what Joel's doing. So, yeah. um, repeatability isn't quite as important to me, but I did when I was, cleaning out my dining room workshop, I think I threw away probably like six boxes of just prototypes and tests and finished samples and epoxy samples and this. And because if I'm making something for myself, then I'm much more likely to just throw it together and see if it works. But if I'm making something for somebody else, then I'm probably going to spend more time prototyping it or making samples or doing tests than I am actually building the thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how we, we do a lot of that same thing with, um, uh, like we're doing shop jigs or equipment or repairs or whatever it is around the shop. Um, the same idea holds true though, because we just, we start building it until we build it right. And you know, you take something off, you put screws in it, you do this or that. It's, it's less of the, the refined work that we do for the public and more of the slap it together until it does what it's supposed to do. And then maybe we'll make a second, second version of it knowing now what we know, uh, because the first one is going to wear out in 30 seconds or whatever it is. Steph, do you make things to sell them or do you just, are you just kind of a, is it more like a creative outlet for you primarily? Like what's your, do you do commission work or is it just more? I do some commission work. Um, I can't take on too many things at the same time just because I don't actually have a shop and I don't have, um, you know, that much free time. But I, um, I've done in 2019, I did some big commission pieces. Some of them, uh, I did this big triptych for a customer of mine from the bar that when I, you know, proposed it was one thing and it was kind of a simple thing that I've done a million times, but it actually ended up being 
way, way, way more complicated. And it had a lot more layers to it. And so I ended up having to do some processes I've never done before. And it took a lot of testing and, and months to finish. But he had no timeline, so it worked out fine. Yes, yeah, the happy way really- I'll take on any projects for people is if they don't have a timeline and don't give a shit when I finish. Because I don't. If you give me a timeline, I'm going to hate doing it. And I'll hate you for asking. Like, that's just... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I like you have to come to me and be like, hey, I'd like this thing. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, do you need it by next December? Because that's because <laughs> at some point I'm going to have free time and then I'll go out there and do it. But that's not exactly. when you're mad. Joel lives in a world where he's got to be like, uh, you need this by Thursday. Got it. So, that you know, <laughs> so let me let me get Maggie and all the other folks together and figure out how to make a thing. We but, uh, it, by the time- way, speaking of Thursdays. Yes. If you guys are doing anything Thursday, you should stop by Facebook and wish me a happy birthday. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Please, everybody stop by Facebook now. I don't, it's just, uh, yeah, sorry. I'll be, I'll be 45. You want to Isn't, uh, is this the weekend for WorkbenchCon or is it next no, weekend? It's next weekend. Next weekend. No, it's the weekend after next weekend. What know. weekend are we on? I, think I don't know. I think it's the I next weekend. Aren't you supposed to be moved yet? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Like four months ago. But again, I don't work with timelines. So, you <laughs> it's, know. it's weird yeah, because they yeah. keep wanting their rent at the same time, too, though. I know, right? No, I'm that's what I'm working on uh, right now is getting uh, getting my security deposit. Nice. Putting nice. it all you back think, together. Think that's going to happen? Uh, oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe not all of it because I, uh, I may have built a concrete planter in the backyard that accidentally weighs 800 pounds and is going to stay there. But uh, other than that, I think we should get it back. Just have to fix some. Sure, you need you oh, need yeah. to just hold on a second. I got Go a ahead. solution for this. You ready? Uh huh. If they ask you about it, tell them it was there when you moved in. I'm gonna say you're welcome for the free uh, planter. Just look at no. him and go. Just no. Here's what you do. No, you just, just tell them it was there when you moved in. So listen, I, I this is what I do in my house. People go. Uh, they point to something that's not supposed to be there, and they go. Whoa, and I go. What? And they go, you know, this thing is, you know, you're gonna. I'm like, what? And if you say that long enough, they just get frustrated and walk away. <laughs> I like that. I made, I made so tonight for in my house. I made uh, steaks for the week. I cooked like five of them, so I'll have lunch for the week. And then I made these no bake cookies that are all sugar free and amazing. And right now in the kitchen, there is a pile of, I don't know what, like plates and mixing shit and like stuff I didn't have time to put away because Joel was like, hey, uh, we're recording. I'm like, oh shit, yes. I forgot that that's right now. So um, I'm going to probably get my ass chewed. What time is it? Let's see, we're recording for 30 minutes, 30 minutes from now um, about the mess that I left behind and I'll go, what? And, and, and then I'll just go to bed and I, there'll be a wizard that comes in in the middle of the night and cleans all that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many wishes that I'm able to grant that way, but it's all of a sudden I'll so, come down in the morning and it won't be there. It's amazing that way. So, so uh, what you're shaking your head like, I would stab you in the face <laughs> if we were in the same room. Right now. <laughs> I'm just thinking I'm, about how I would I'm get stuck. I clean my own mess. I clean my own mess. 
my grandmother raised me and we would, uh, when we would, cl- would, she only had like a handful of pots and pans. So she used to have to wash them as she went. So we'd be making stuff in her kitchen and she'd be like, all right, wash that so we can make the next thing. And you, you know, so you take a pan off the stove and clean it while your fingertips burned off. Um, so you can stick it back on the stove and make whatever the next thing was. So there was never a, uh, so people make fun of me cause I'm always cleaning as I go. Sometimes. I'm not good at the cleaning while you go thing in cooking or in woodworking or any of the things pretty much just turn everything into a disaster and then it's done and I'm all proud. And then I have to clean up the mess. And then you look over and you go, shit, who made this mess? Right. I'm like, it didn't look like this when I started. We, we have a rule. Whoever cooks doesn't have to clean. Mind that's you though. Rule? That's a rule. That's our, mm-hmm. that's the house rule. So tonight, I, in the sous vide, I've heard the last 12 hours, I made roast beef. You I said have sous vide. every toy that's ever existed. It's just a heater. It's a, it's, don't you, know, you have something that makes ozone? Like, <laughs> I yeah. don't want to yeah, I do. yeah, I do. So, so, uh, <laughs> if you could make, not if you could, on Amazon, <laughs> if you could, hey, obscure kitchen gadgets are, if you could make, it makes ozone, Stephanie, ozone. Maybe he needs that for something. <laughs> I have children and dogs. I need it. Uh, so no, I, I actually clean as I go as well. I'm, I, it irritates the hell out of me when Margo cooks. Because because she'll make a meal and it'll be a delicious meal and it'll be fine and she will be busting her ass to do it right, but in the end, the kitchen looks like it's been detonated. How you know she worked really hard on it? Well, here's here's the here's the kicker though, and because of because because of this rule, I get to clean that up, right? So normally I cook, so the rule kind of works in my favor. But in general, even if I'm doing like like a 10 course meal or I'm meal prepping for the week or whatever I'm doing, I can usually get it down to a single load that goes in the dishwasher. Maybe some of the larger pans have to be hand washed, but in general, it, I fill up the sink, but the sink is equal to our dishwasher. And that's where I keep it at. I rinse and I keep things clean. Uh, hers. We, I have the question about how many countertops we own. Uh, and if we need more, uh, and then I think probably that would be also a bad idea to have more countertop. So it's, it, it works out to my advantage most of the time, but if she's been cooking and she's like, ah, I cooked and I'm like, yes, you did. And it was and delicious. This podcast will be submitted as exhibit a in Joel's divorce proceedings. Right. No, <laughs> sounds to me like Margo's taking advantage of this unwritten rule and you're not, and I, that's not her fault. I no, I, and, and again, I'm not, I'm, I, most of the time it works out to my advantage and uh there are a few times that it's 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 a long night so but that's okay that's that's marriage folks if marriages were perfect everybody would do them yes and you shouldn't do them and you shouldn't don't ever get married no don't don't do that but i need health insurance is that all uh nah it's still not worth don't it. do that if you if you have the chance i mean we both I love our say. wives but mike would you get married again no, no, me either. actually, no, that's not true. You would? There is one special girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd say man, but whatever. It's 2020. Here's the thing. My Don't pay, limit I, your I, options, Mike. That's all I'm I'd saying. I'd have to find somebody that was about the same size so I could double my wardrobe. That would probably be worth it at that point. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, but you're uh, in a new size now, so you know your options I'm, are open. I'm throwing more clothes away at this point than I'm buying. Shop rags, don't throw away clothes. Shop rags. Do you want some of my hand me downs? <sighs> sure, I guess. I don't know. Are you a skinny jeans person? Yeah, sure. Because I'm more. See, I'm a. I'm. I'm big into the yoga pants nowadays. So, <laughs> be amazing. I want to see that. Can we get that up on the website, Mike? Yeah. Oh, dude, I that looks good. It. I yeah, I've, I've I've been working out. I've been you know I run a lot. I'm down a lot of weight and stuff. And I got uh, you know probably another after another thirty or forty pounds, I'm gonna be. Well, I'm gonna look like a like a bag of quivering flesh is what my biggest fear is. But it's gonna. But I'm hoping the smile doesn't change because it's pretty. <laughs> you got a good smile, huh? It's charming. It seems genuine. It it it's almost good. does. It almost does. But Joe knows that I'm thinking, I'd like to kill all of you, which is why I'm smiling. Notice you said seems genuine, not is genuine. I'm listen, I am one of the most self-aware people in the world. I understand how big of a douchebag I am. And I have embraced that. <laughs> he has. Yeah, I, I, I occasionally get stories of talking to uh his potential clients. Uh, and, and they're doing something stupid and, uh, he'll be like, you know what I did today? I got to cuss out for like 15 minutes, an old lady in Arkansas. <laughs> I'll be like, tell me more. Yeah. It's not really cuss out. It's just some people need honest things said to them. <laughs> and like old I'm, ladies in Arkansas. And I'm okay with, I'm not licensed in Arkansas. So that's whatever. You made that up. You made up that whole story. I'm just saying. Some people yeah. don't have anyone to tell them how it really is. And that's where uh, Mike comes in. <sighs> Not if I'm in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I have. That's true. I, I am too honest most of the time. And I don't know that that's a bad thing. I don't even know that that's a skill or superpower or just a curse. I, I'm not really sure which one it is, but it's something. When friends influence others. Or that. Just drive people away. Droves. <laughs> So yeah, no, I need to get to, I need to get some, I need to get more upset because I have some projects I have to do. So I need to get out there in the shop. And apparently the only time I can do that is when I have some strange toxicity in my mind, which is, uh, I don't know. So how can we help you? It's, <laughs> it's if you can swing up here and kick me in the balls and leave me in a ditch. I think that'd probably be a good jump start. So. What if we just send a bunch of obscure kitchen gadgets to your house? I, I, well, all you have to do is go to Joel's because he buys things in duplicate. So, no, I have them all as well. Do you? Oh, yeah. Are, are you a, well, yeah, you guys are, you, you share that sort of working on the food line thing though. So you understand like the ins and yes. outs. I, have I do, but I also really like kitchen gadgets <laughs> and I use them you. sometimes at least once a decade. So therefore I should keep them all. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a rule. I, I have every partner that's ever existed and I don't blend anything. Like, I don't like I do, you can blend an iPhone in it. I've bought it, but I don't do you, like. Do you I, have a Vitamix blender? I might have, I have a blend of Vitamix. Blender. We have a Vitamix. Do you? Mm -hmm. I have you got to have a Vitamix. Maker, a George Foreman grill, a, um, a, uh, what's the other thing? A waffle maker. And like, I have all of these things that are there for pressing sandwiches. And but I don't. How many sandwiches do you eat? I don't eat sandwiches. I stopped <laughs> eating bread like a year ago. 
Can, can I tell you a funny story about the I don't mix? know. I, I don't know why I have these things. It's just my wife was impressed with the with the blender. I'm like, hey, baby, I got a new blender. She's like, what's wrong with our old one? I'm like, nothing's wrong with it. It was nice. I mean, but look at this one. And she's like, that's <laughs> that's a really big blender. This one holds an extra orange, right? <clears throat> did you get the commercial Vitamix? Eh, you maybe. did. You got like the smoothie shop one, right, with the glass so, case over it. So no, I didn't get that. One. No, I didn't get that. One. And she's like, "So how much did this cost?" And I was like, "Well, it's, it was on sale. It was." <laughs> and she's like, "I'm sorry." When you're I'm when like, you're giving the how much you save instead <laughs> of the actual price, I'm like, I'm like, well. Luckily, I caught it on sale, and it was only. <laughs> no, you just got to go. Listen, I got seventy-five bucks off, right? Because that's the number, right? And for some, that's satisfying. No, she uses that, and she understands that particular ploy. Uh, I just like your what. Uh, mine is to mumble, and so to this day, uh, when we have financial troubles, my wife <laughs> often asks if we can pawn uh, the effing blender. I believe is is the usual conversation. So uh, <clears throat> there's that. I've heard Margaret I, swear. I, I made yes. that same uh, statement when we got our Vitamix. Yeah. Because um, my boyfriend burnt through the motor and uh, broke the canister thing on the Ninja Blender, and I'm like, "How are you burning through all these blenders?" And he's like, well, "We should just get a Vitamix. I'm like, we don't need this blender. This is ridiculous. This is for like." someone this is a smoothie shop blender like we don't need this blender and we got it and, and we, it we needed it we needed it the it. most amazing blender ever and i i picked on him blender? i was like we don't need he makes smoothies every single day we uh both of us only ingest vegetables in smoothie form so you know <laughs> it gets sure. used every single day and i'm not gonna lie he was right and i was wrong we needed it so I have to let me since both of you guys have had some uh, a toe in the restaurant business. Let me float this by you because okay. I had this idea, and I don't care if somebody steals this and does something with it. I just think it's like someone needs to do this, and this is one of those ideas that to me sounds like a billion dollar idea that probably won't make fifty cents. But you know how like skating arenas, you know what I'm talking about? Like you, you know, like you want to go skating, roller skating. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I say roller skating, every single person thinks of the roller skating place near them that is the saddest goddamn building you've ever seen. Yeah, the metal building. It looks like a pole barn that's been converted. There's carpet on the walls. It's dank inside. They sell $4 pizza. It's the shittiest experience ever. The only time people go there is when your 12-year-old looks at you and you go, hey, Hey, Billy, what do you want for your birthday? I want to go skating. Like, that's the only time that anybody goes in there, right? So what if you took like a Dave and Buster's type of approach to skating where you had like an actual restaurant inside of it and it wasn't, you know, like some games and made it sort of adult themed like they do with arcades where it wasn't just a depressing, angry shit show every time you walked in? Like, does that not sound like a good idea? Because every time I've ever been to a skating arena, I look at it like, what, how did I, what version of depression am I currently living that I'm in this building? Can you beat the smell though? Because they all have the same smell. Well, like and that's the, what I mean. Despair, all, sweat, and popcorn. It smells like bad decisions in gym stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's, have it's, you guys been skating recently? Yes. Uh, very recently. Like in the last decade? Yeah. yeah very recently. I've Was it not it. terrifying? Because like 
reasonably coordinated. I mean, I I'm not reasonably coordinated. I'm not going to pretend for a second that I am, but I used to skate all the time as a kid. And now it, uh, I feel like it hurts a lot more than it ever did before. So. No, I'm just, I think that if you went to, if there was a, like imagine a skating arena, but with like a bar in the middle of it, you know what I mean? Like that where the moonlight skate normally happens in the, uh, the 11 year olds kiss for the first time in, in the most awkward and terrifying way possible. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, about? I'd go if you opened it, I'd go. You know what I mean? Like that, doesn't that sound like a pretty oh, yeah. good idea? Why is yeah. no one making that? I, it's, I think you would have to have a certain population density to, to make that work. But skating uh, places stay in business. I would you, I mean, like they're not, Actually, I have no idea how skating places stand. My point exactly. Like, I think the arcade pays for it, probably. Probably. <clears throat> I don't know. Probably. Somebody make a Dave and Buster's into a skating thing, and that way you I can have to sign a waiver. For, yeah, for stealing my idea, and get some, you get drunk people and give them rollerblades or whatever, and you're gonna have some uh, some some broken ankles. I don't hate that idea though. I think that I think that you just you literally have a sign at the door that says, "If you plan to drink, I hope you have insurance because we don't." <laughs> there you go. Like like that would be the sign. I I think it's I think I think you would have to say that this is stupid on a number of levels, and you're forty years old and you should know better, and that should be your sign. I mean, if they have like shuffleboard bars and like axe throwing bars, why isn't there a roller skating bar? Yeah, exactly. I, there should be. I agree. Although, when did shuffleboard become a thing? Is it? It's coming back. Like shuffleboard and bocce and stuff. Like well, yeah, shuffleboard yeah. Bars. You can't just say that and make it true. I, it's it. It's true. There's it one down uh, in Richmond, near my, where my sister lives. There's a shuffleboard bar. I. You know I, what's my favorite bar is my brother, and it has them down in Florida, where the guys open up like it'll be a brew pub. Uh, and they open up like a giant warehouse. They find a warehouse, they put the brew pub in a corner of it, and then they put like outdoor games, the rest of the warehouse. So like between the, the big vats and the distillers and the, 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 the tanks, they'll have like cornhole and a mini golf and Frisbee golf and all sorts of things, uh, in the corner. I think there was one with jarts, which is awesome. Uh, Darts? Oh, lawn darts before people got murdered. Yeah, lawn lawn darts. You don't know what lawn darts are? I mean, what what is jarts? They're they're lawn. That was the brand name of lawn darts. Yeah. Oh, those were illegal by the time I was a kid. Yeah, Yeah, they were so much fun. How old are you? You never you never ran so fast. Thirty five. Jesus, I'm ten years older than you are. Yeah. 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 Sorry, what were you talking about? I just blacked out. By the way, I think, tell me, as long as we're talking about genius ideas, I think you put the skating rink inside Target. Because like, white women are where all the money is, right? Like, you got to get the, and like, how many times have you seen the meme going around online? Like, I went to Target to get socks and spent $400. Yeah. Yes. Give them a skating rink. didn't rink. get socks. Give them a skating rink? Yeah, give them a skating rink. Inside of I think there should be department stores where somebody hands you a beverage, like, when you walk in. Like, if they, they want to... We if have they want stores like that here in Charlotte, do you? We have those here. Yeah, Lowe's. Oh, really? Lowe's There's Lowe's. a Harris Teeter around the corner from me. I've sent you pictures. That prime rib dinner they sell on Thursdays—that's yeah. ten dollars. They have a full bar inside, and they're 
They are $3 pints all the time. Yeah, I'd completely see if you want to re if, if Sears wants to be serious about coming back and being a staple in America, they should have a bar at the entrance, a bar and power tools, power tools. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't, I don't see how they couldn't, couldn't win. If you, if you can get people loosened up just a little bit, their pocketbook would open. They'd be like, ah, yes, but it's, it would be two days. If I ordered it on Amazon, I might as well just buy it here. I could see Margo going, uh, when you come home from that going, Joel, did you buy a treadmill, a refrigerator and a riding lawnmower? <laughs> well, like, did I? <laughs> I don't know. I blacked out. Yeah. And that's and like, you got to change your return policy. <laughs> right. Over final. Right. Yeah. You, you can't No, it probably more like, did you buy a mini fridge, a trampoline and hockey gear? Uh, yes, hon. Of course I did. I, I can put a tattoo parlor in there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. No, no, no. I've always thought the people that do a tattoo parlor should also do the laser tattoo removal because they get it, uh, on the both sides of the coin coming and going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's a, it's a niche business. Well, a lot of so. them do like the cover ups. That just means yeah. you get another. Tattoo. So I have a, I have actually have a really good friend who has. Oh, I thought you were supposed to get tattoos. No, 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 I don't have any tattoos. I have a really <laughs> good friend who's no, I have none. Uh, who has his his ex wife's name on his chest mm. in here, and uh, I t- he was like he's like I need to probably do something about this. Now he's been married for the last like eight years, and to uh, someone else. To somebody else. Yeah. Do they have the same name by any chance? And no, she's they, okay they, with they that. Do not. They do not. See, that's the thing is like, if you're, if you're married to a Tiffany, you got to find another Tiffany. You got to find another <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah. No, no, sadly not. But so. Is it uh, similar? It, they rhyme. No, they don't rhyme. Sadly <laughs> not. But, she's, uh, she's totally okay with that being there this whole time. I mean, it was there when she met. She, it, she knew. Right? She, yeah. Like it wasn't like, like surprise. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe in the first Hopefully time. I don't know. I'll, I'll ask. Married. I'll ask and I'll update. Uh, okay. but I, I told him to do it. And now I really I like can't, the answer to I can't, I can't, <laughs> you, you really don't want him on the podcast yeah, anyway. True. The, so I had, I said, listen, you need to go to the tattoo, have them block it out like a Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Right. And then in like, uh, in like parentheses, put the typewritten redacted underneath it. And he said, that's amazing. No, like, that's a horrible idea. It's that's a, hilarious. That's hilarious, isn't it? That. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, and he's asked around to do it, but apparently nobody does writing in tattoos in like actual fonts, like, like sand sheriff or courier type fonts. Everybody has to have some sort of script because it's very hard to do small fonts like, mm. like, like, like a computer, like to, to imitate those type of fonts so he's still working on it trying to find somebody that's like oh yeah i can do that i've done plenty of of like standard fonts and not being script fonts everything you know it's it's like mama is always like cursive right you know why that is right why is that because as you get older your skin moves so and like it stretches and you know like if it's on your shoulder like your skin's gonna like wood movement your skin's gonna Expand my, and contract. My, and my, like, my skin does not usually change now. with moisture. 
Well, my- I year to year, it's going to change. <laughs> and like, if you're oh, muscle growth, if you gain weight or something, she's like, you don't know about skin movement, Joel. Yeah, I, come on, skin movement. No, guys. I I like refuse to get a tattoo day one because stuff here. one day I'm going to get a terminal illness. I'm going to drop like 300 pounds in the afternoon, and uh, and then everything that I paid for will be 10. percent uh, And yeah, I will feel, work that way. That's I, a legitimate reason not to. I, I I feel like everything would just <laughs> up because I'm very taut skin. I I feel good about it. it. I I would be one of those people when I lost a lot of weight that I wouldn't have a lot of baggage. After. That is totally going to be the name of this podcast. Taut, taut skin. Taut skin. <laughs> I don't. I, people I, are going to email I have me very for healthy year. skin. My I have great skin. It, you moisturize often? I, no, I just I have really good skin. It's even when I'm like scarring it up with kickbacks and things like that. I think mine's just mostly scars now. Do you have? I have a lot of scars. Tattoos? I have a tattoo, but I'm not going to flash it for the screen. Right you now. Show it. I was just asking the question. Jesus. I well, I we're in, I'm we're in an awkward closet too. position. You know. Yeah, we're not going to be like, hey, pull that thing out. It's yeah. That's not how this works. Well, you know, you were showing yours off, so I asked. Well, yeah, it's on my arm, and I'm wearing a tank top. Like this is, it's yeah. What is what is uh? Mike has shrubbery. Uh, uh, do you have a particular? Uh, it's I also have shrubbery. Do you also have shr- shrubbery? Is very <laughs> so. The tattoo on my arm is a shrubbery Celtic tree of life <laughs> shrubbery, and it is a. When my father went to our uh, the the ancestral home of my forefathers in Ireland, there was Your a painting similar to it that's two hundred and like eleven years old that was hanging up in there. So I was like, uh, and I thought about it for two years before I got it done, and it's shrubbery. It's shrubbery. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Mine's also shrubbery. It's I can't even. I'm I'm so excited that you both decided to get uh you know get something that was incredibly meaningful and ties me to my heritage. Yes, Joel. Mine is also shrubbery. a shrubbery that's incredibly meaningful and ties me to my heritage. Oh, there's a there's yeah. a Monty Python joke somewhere in here. There should be. There should be. Or maybe I should get that tattooed next. Um, no, uh, my I got a lot of piercings in high school. It's a little bit of a um, you know, it's in a when you high say school a lot, phase that everyone's in. Not that many. Like my ears were pierced, and uh, I basically came home, and my mom was like, "If you put any more holes in your face." then you can't live here face and hold on yeah well it's no, just my ears it wasn't even that bad oh so it's but, just um it's just ears like but a bunch of them i had like the gauges and you the put tube. a pencil through it and stuff oh, you know it was it was the 90s early we all did it it's okay it, it's not still saggy i have very taut skin so. yeah, very taut <laughs> very taut skin so yeah, it went back, but, uh, so tattoos were off, off the table. And then, um, she told me that I could not ever have a tattoo unless I didn't want to live there anymore. So I got a tattoo as soon as I bought a house. You're like, I'm moving out. So I, I think I was like 22. I bought a house and I got a tattoo of the flowers that used to grow in our house where I grew up. Oh, the conversation with my mother was a lot like this. I said, uh, yeah, I'm going to go get a tattoo. She said, no, you're not. And I was like, I said, who the fuck are you? And then somebody tapped me on the shoulder and went, that's your mom. I'm like, oh. Did you give I'll her the, get a what? What? No, I don't <laughs> what? What? She beat me within, within an inch of my life a couple of times growing up. So she, she doesn't get a lot of opinions. 
<laughs> like I, hey. I don't. I have a problem about the, the tattoo because I have, in my forty-two years of existence, I have had my mind change about many things in my life. I have had deep beliefs that have been challenged and upended or modified. Uh, and I, I feel that you, you probably should, if, if you, if you feel like you have some intelligence that, that there are things that should challenge you, that you should question in life. And I just thought maybe Donkey Kong in a bikini wasn't the best choice later in life. I still I, feel it's a perfectly I acceptable. I don't uh, think you're, I don't think you're you regret it. not getting that sooner. Don't you? I, I do regret not getting that sooner, but I, I'm just saying, I, I think that maybe one day Donkey Kong and his sexy uh, biceps aren't going to be, uh, as, uh, important to me and I will regret having it. See, I have a, uh, somebody once said that a tattoo is a permanent reminder of a temporary feeling. So I always had a rule that if I decided I wanted to get a tattoo, it would be something that, um, something that was relatively unchanging, but also I would want to, I wouldn't do it unless I wanted it for like two years. Cause you know, over the course of two years, and this is actually a rule I've given my children. I'm like, if you want a tattoo, because my, my oldest daughter has this tattoo idea. And I told her, I said, listen, I'm not going to say that's stupid, but that's stupid. So wait two years and see if it's something that you still want because it's stupid. Um, and I have tattoos. Like I have two tattoos. My I have the I have a tattoo of my kids, their names. I'm guessing they'll probably remain important to me. I don't know. I mean, we you know, I had three of them in case one of them doesn't work out. I'll still have. We can still get a table for four comfortably. Um, so I'm you know who knows what that'll what that'll show over time. Um, and then the 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 shrubbery that Joel speaks so unhighly of. <laughs> It was incredibly powerful and meaningful to me. It was. Very well, much. that's good. I I don't so, I don't want to. I'm not wanna. asking you to get a tattoo. I don't even want you to like. I mine. am. I think you should get the Donkey Kong bikini <laughs> tattoo. I don't think I don't think Chad wants that flash. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, so I'm we, changing his name to Manscaping instead of uh, Mancrafting. Uh, Mancraft at Manscaping. Yeah. Yeah, because he's talking about shrubbery. Sorry, yeah. I don't know all that stuff, but I apologize. I, no, I'm. I'm. I told I, her I wasn't going to say anything that's incredibly embarrassing this episode, and I think I may have just slipped. I don't have. Uh, I don't have a particular problem with tattoos. I have some. I have some concerns. Good, oftentimes, we're good I have them. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I don't exactly. I, I don't have. It doesn't change my opinion about you. Minus one thing, please. If you use your face as a billboard, I'm going to call you Bill. I don't please care don't. what gender you are, but you're going to be Bill. You and call we have me had, Bill, I'm going to squeeze your testicles in my hand. Until if you, you if you have a face tattoo, and it is, I don't know if you're if it's more shrubbery and you're and you're advertising the local nursery, uh, that's fine. Uh, if it happens to be words and something else. I, I will consider it an advertisement and you will be considered a billboard. And I, I understand that's you and that's fine, but, uh, but you're going to, you're going to get where you're going to get. And being called bill is one of those. 
thing. So sorry. So no judgment unless it's on your face. Yeah, really at, at the point you have a face and the point that you deform the face, uh, for, for, for something like no regrets or something, uh, on your face, uh, we've, we've come to a point where we can ha then have an open conversation about how I feel about your face. And what so about, what about people with a lot of piercings or like they have gauges you can stick pencils through? I feel that a certain amount of hardware is acceptable. Uh, but once you start having like once a bird lands in there and roosts, uh, I think we've gone probably past, past the point of, of what's typically socially acceptable. Now you don't have to be socially acceptable, but you're probably going to understand the consequences that happened because of that. And I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm just saying like everything's a decision in life. And at the point you have Tweety bird hanging out on your ear because it happens to be the most, uh, comfortable, uh, place to be, uh, then, then again, you're going to be kind of made fun of a little if, bit. I will say if you have a butterfly tattoo, I'm, probably going to be one of your closest friends there's there's something about a pretty butterfly tattoo that just gets me i don't know what it is just drawn to it i don't know it's it's i i'm apparently i'm the flower that the butterfly land you're the shrubbery shrubbery <laughs> oh, see what times. i did there i tied that right back in Oh, well, hey, look, we've done this for an hour and, uh, I think the punishment has continued long enough. <laughs> so the beatings have continued. Yes. So shrubbery is a thing. <clears throat> shrubbery. See, I was nice to you. You're complaining that I wasn't going to be nice, nice to you tonight. You, you were, were really a real nice. the other night and now I think we're friends again. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Actually, I like it better when you're a dick to me. I feel like it's more genuine. Oh, I'm a dick. <laughs> oh, not a dick. Just a dick to me. Oh, You're no, going to no. leave here worried about how Joel really feels about you. I don't worry about that. He doesn't worry at all. He's I, like, Joel, who? I was nope. trying to give you some anger so you could do make more trades. <laughs> it's uh, tray life. This actually, I was the, my next tattoo were, you know, <laughs> it shouldn't be tray life. I was going to everybody. Would it be hashtag tray life? We're going to. No, is, is a trendy kind of thing. That'll we're going to start a GoFundMe. Time in your life. But I think that I think that uh, trays are timeless. Let's be honest. I mean, people have been making trays for uh, forever, and uh, I think the tray life would be the way to go. Like shrubs, you should. I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I think we should. I think we should community fund this. I think it's important, and I'm going to call out to everybody. I, how much could tray life possibly cost across your chest? Maybe, I don't know. What am I? Four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Yeah, see, it's got half that, maybe. But the, let me tell you about that. The uh, just real quick before we said that took four and a half hours. Now I don't know if you ever sat still for four and a half hours, but you've known me for a while now, Joel. And sitting still is not the thing I do well. And That's like, true. Sitting in a chair while another man breathes heavily across my tricep is <laughs> a Tuesday. It was, it was a. Uh, <laughs> Quite the challenge. I, I found myself meditating. And then when he started tattooing up in this part of the arm right here, 
that hurts more. I've never given birth to a child, but I'd give birth to 10 children before I had somebody put another tattoo on there. Because I've actually. On his shoulder? Oh my God. He started coloring that in, and I almost passed out in that chair. I was like, all the thoughts I had about myself, of how tough I am, and the things I'm capable of withstanding went out. That was a humility moment right there. I was like, I am a giant baby, and all of this sucks, and I want this to end right now. He he looked at me at one point. He was like, "Uh, you need a break? I was like, why? He goes, "Uh, I haven't seen anyone sweat like this before. (laughs) I was like, wow, really? How long have you been tattooing? He's like, 35 years. (laughs) You do it all in one sitting? Uh, Yes. He was like, yeah, we normally do this over two sessions. I'm like, yeah, no, let's go. We'll just do it now. I did mine over two. Did you? You you have a very like I had. This is the whole thing. Like that's, I don't like know that's a substantial. That is trubbery. a lot of tattoo. Would you? Is yours that size or bigger? Um, it's a little bit bigger. Mine took like seven and a half hours. Holy shit! No that's wonder. a big flower. It's two flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel, your shit together. My bad. Sorry. Some research yeah. our guests. Uh, I thought the I thought the spine part would hurt the most, but it's actually the rib. The rib part hurt the most for me. Where is it? Is it mine's on like side? on my mine goes like from my back to my side. Oh shit! You got the rib section done. Yeah, I hear that sucks all the balls. Like that it's, is. Uh, it's not. It's not the best. It's. Uh, I'd put it right under root canal in pain term. Mm. Yeah. See, I actually I, I'm going to get the rest of this done as a. Um, a sleeve that covers half the arm. Topiary? All shrubs? I had, well, butterflies. Okay. I had somebody draw it, and then he moved to Chicago. Mermaid? I, I gave him $100 to draw me like what I wanted, and it came out perfect, and then he moved to Chicago. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe he'll come to like a tattoo convention or something in Charlotte, and you can I'm go. probably going to do that. But, that's, but the thing is, is I keep thinking about like how much it hurt up here. And I, I keep finding ways to put it off because, you know. How far down are you going? I've heard the elbow is the worst. Well, I have one on the inside of my arm in the bicep area. And I won't show that because there's no way to show that without flexing your arm. And then everybody calls you a douchebag for the next 30 years. And I don't need that in my life. So um, it's just I've barely gotten to the point where I can show you the one on my arm without flexing the tricep. Because, you know. But you are flexing. He is. Oh, he is. Oh, oh, yeah. Completely. Look, there is no no muscle tone whatsoever. Is shot. that a is that a bruise? Okay, go back, go back farther. Yeah, keep keep up just a little bit more. Can you raise your arm just a hair? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and turn the other. Keep turning. I don't know no, which way. Other way to the back side of your arm. No, just a shadow. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you rack something with your elbow or something. Mm. No, no. I went running the last two days. My feet hurt, but that's different. So, well, I, I'm glad to have had this quality time with my friends, the shrub twins. I don't think they look like each other. You both have great smiles though. Do we? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. He's not wrong. It's true. My descendants were English and, and, uh, and, and, uh, Scottish. And there you go, Steph. You did it. Look at <laughs> yeah, see, like you guys have like oh, all gums. The arm. Yeah. The hand of the chin. 
Yeah, I'm glad that most people will just be listening yeah. to this. Yeah, have no idea. Why chicks? No idea. All right, Mike, do it. Tell tell us all about where people can see us and your beautiful beautiful smiles. Oh, the the outro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other part of the job I do. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, check us out at maybe I've said too much dot com. You can find us on there. It's open twenty four seven. Never closes. Always available. We are on the social stuffs at maybe podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook. And check out our friends, Steph, without the last name, at Uncommon Outpost and Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. You can find him in all the places, Missing Digit. Buy his stuff. His family needs food. And uh, by the way, you added cups, custom cups recently? Yeah, so we're we'll do a whole ask you for a list. Yeah, of we'll we'll do a whole thing on that. But we're we are expanding our shop, and uh, and I've been putting off doing custom work, and this is our foray into it. Yes, yes, we can talk about that next show. Sure, stop. See that? No. <laughs> I feel bad. The first show she said, she's like, "What the? Fuck? <laughs> what is going on here?" these people i'm dead <laughs> so. blinking sos and yeah it's well you did have to be fair and then she had a hurricane chaser out of georgia or whatever tropical yeah. nightmare so anyway guys check us out on the things uh the website is not updated you know, just because joe was a dick to me last week so i'm not making any changes to it and um <laughs> i oh by the way shirts should be on their way shirts are on the way on the website or no uh we have yeah on the website you can actually order right now you can order our uh reject shirts and they're eight bucks delivered so if you happen to want a reject shirt uh order as many as you want you can either wear them or use them as shop towels uh now explain why they're rejected and why we're selling them at a discount because i don't think most people will care uh they aren't up to my standards uh, the, the, the printer that we used, uh, d- d- did not do a good job on the first batch. So the first 80 of these shirts that we put together, uh, we had them do over again there. So we take all the logos from all the people that want to be on these shirts. And we have, I think this year we had <clears throat> 40, 45 people, uh, that put their various shop logos on it. And uh looks fantastic. It's maroon with a cream ink on it. It looks with like bacon s- on it, by the way. Stupid classic. Yeah, and our main logo on there is a fistful of bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh the previous years have been hammers and screwdrivers and things like that. Uh, but this year we went with the bacon. Uh and then so uh the the end result is that uh the, the very first batch uh, was not done well. And uh I asked they're them to pretty good. They are they're so good, really but they're good not, deal. yeah, they're not great though. And, and, and when somebody's spending 20 bucks on a shirt with their own logo on it, you just, you, you can't, well, the you point can't I'm trying to get to like, there's just way slowly is that there, there's a bunch of people that didn't get it on the initial orders for whatever reason. And, uh, for a very, uh, deeply discounted price, if you don't really care that they might be a bit, mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to the website right now, buy them, and um, they're basically, I mean, we don't make money on those for the most part with shipping them out. So. God, no. It cost me yeah. $6 to ship them. So yeah. Two, two, $2 handling fee? I don't know the best case scenario for them. Guys, I mean, this show costs like $13 a year or something. Yeah, yeah, something. 
horrendous. Steph is a monster contract right now. She's like, look, I'll do this shit. But <laughs> you're going to smear my good name. It's going to cost I don't, all. I don't even understand why we need to have a daiquiri machine, but apparently it's going to be in the contract. Or a trampoline in HR. How do you, how do you not understand? <laughs> Actually, right. it's about time. <laughs> we should have had this the whole time. Uh... We should. We should. Anyway, guys, keep your shrubbery close. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Everybody.